Hey everybody, welcome to. Hey, how about I get the microphone closer to myself? <laughs> Let's try that again. Zip, 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 zip. Oh, hey everybody, welcome to. We got the beat, the podcast devoted to teen entertainment of the '80s and beyond. I'm your host Michael, and my co-host Mindy's on the other side. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, all right, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I know that's what I do. Well, it was hot as balls last Monday, so I couldn't record because it was a hundred and what seventeen. How hot was it there for you? I don't know, like eighty-five. Oh my god, that doesn't even make sense if you think about it. I live in Upper Oregon. No, it <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's super bizarre. We're having a really like mild uh, summer. Like we had maybe two days a couple weeks ago that were like a hundred and five or 106 but other than that it's been kind of like low 80s well that's good (laughs) it's really strange and i'm sorry that you had to suffer oh i had to walk across the street the subway because i wanted something cold i got halfway across the parking lot and i was like well do i turn around and just keep on going (laughs) because it was fucking hard i felt like your shoes would start to melt to this like blacktop. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised. I'm surprised we're able to move anything out there because I work a. I, I don't. I'm not going to say my company just in case they say something stupid and get fired. Um, but I, I had mm-hmm. to. Work, I had to move freight outside, and I'm surprised it did Yikes. not go through. That. I've done that before when we lived in Huntington, and I had to move something heavy, and it went right into the asphalt. Hmm. So it is summertime. No, so you didn't. You didn't die either, which is good. No. Yes, that is good. Um, it is summertime, so we're taking a break from the movies to discuss two TV shows which are focused around summertime. Uh, hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts, the first two, I believe, full-on Nickelodeon originals. There were, of course, shows on Nickelodeon that were bought from other places, like um, I think the most infamous one was You Can't Do That on Television, which I would love to discuss sometime because that's like mm, the first yeah. teen sketch comedy and and i'm i believe you know that's probably what led them to green lighting all that and roundhouse okay i guess all that <laughs> the uh so uh i have terrible news for you i did not know this going in that neither one of us would like hey dude <laughs> i thought i'd have a lot to say we used to watch this every sunday morning yeah i mean i it's just not very good. I mean, I admit that I only watch like four, maybe four episodes, but it's just, mm, no, it's not enjoyable at all. There's bad acting and a lot of stuff that would not be appropriate now. Well, here's the biggest problem, I think, is that it looks like it's shot in one day. There's no style. There's no tone. And even the yes. comedy is just, just say it. Just say it. It's like the worst of the worst syndicated comedies from that period. You know, I mean, you look at this and you see that Saved by the Bell was actually way better. And you're like, that doesn't make sense in my brain. (laughs) Yeah, it just feels like a community theater production of somebody's diary or something. I don't know. It's really strange. And just Well, I think the biggest problem is they they don't know how to tell jokes. The, the, when you have no laugh track, don't take long pauses for the laugh. If it's not there, then don't do it because then there's this weird awkwardness. Yeah. Uh, everything about it is just sort of awkward. The delivery, they, they clearly, they're all very, I mean, these most, most of the cast are kids. 
probably their first jobs and they don't really have good timing or um, it's just really awkward. And honestly, like most, most of the, a lot of the stuff I watched wouldn't be on a show now because it's just like wildly sexist and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, things about uh, Native Americans. Although I will say that there are times that um, the character Danny, he kind of actually pokes fun at the other people for their impressions of, of Native Americans. And he kind of gets, he kind of makes jokes. Um, instead of being the butt of a joke, you right. know? It would have been which, nice if they had actually cast a Native American in that role. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't he was Native American? No, he was Latino. Oh, bummer. Yeah, they did a reunion recently, yeah, and he's the, only one, he's the only one they cannot find. Oh, I see. It says he is Mexican-American. Well, that kind of... Um, they just lost their points then. Yep. Now they're lame again. Uh, really, the only two to get any acting work after this course, this, it's kind of infamous because of Christine Taylor became a name for a while. Uh, sure, David Lasher yeah. was on, I thought David Lasher was the boyfriend on Full House, not Blossom. They look alike, no. so you can see why I got confused. I just knew that he did stuff, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I don't I knew he did stuff, you know, in addition to the show, but I couldn't remember what. Uh, the one thing I remember the most besides Christine Taylor is the awe-inspiring comeback from their boss. That man had a tuft of hair up front that he grew out so long to grease back, and I was enraptured by the bizarreness of it all as a child. <laughs> yeah, his like his IMD picture is like super strange because he doesn't even try to uh, hide that awkward tuft. It almost looks like a horn. It's really weird. I am very confused right now. I'm looking at this right now at the cast, and it says Toby Huss was the original Mr. Ernst. Hmm. Wow. Who, Toby, if you don't... Who's... Go ahead. Uh, was he on Carnival? Yes. He was the original... Uh, he, he was the original Mr. Ernst, but he got moved over to um, uh, Pete and Pete. He's already the strongest man <laughs> in the world. Oh, shit. Shit, I don't think I put that together at all. Yeah, he's a regular uh, on one of my favorite shows of all time, Kit, uh, Catch and... Oh, shit. I, I had my favorite show and I can't remember the fucking name. Why did I do this? Catch and... Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. But, so good. Um, I've, it's been in my, like, to-watch Netflix list forever. Um. It's also strange because, I don't mean not strange necessarily, but just an inter- interesting fact, is like that guy is married to like, I don't know how you say her name, Laura Inez, uh, who is like pretty, pretty well known. Like if you look at a picture of her, she was on like ER for 15 years. Oh, and oh uh, red hair. impact. Yeah, the red hair. Yeah, yeah, her. Okay. Like, that, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that, that hair confuses me a lot. You're right. I think the concept of this show, I mean, it's theoretically kind of fun, but it's just uh, very few things about it are very believable. 
there's you never actually see any of the guests at the dude ranch you never actually you rarely ever see adults and i'm sorry like 15 year olds will not be running this camp they don't have the skill set the brain capacity uh the ability to make responsible decisions uh or the skills i'm sorry she can't be that good of like she can't be that good at riding horses dudes come on like just it's all fairly implausible to me i um i was looking at the production company behind this because i'm trying to figure out so this looks it was filmed in a way a syndicated cartoon tv show you know where they have 65 episodes a season but they sliced it up over four like you know 13 episode seasons or something like that and I looked at the company, mm-hmm. it's Cinetel. Now, you don't know who Cinetel is, but if you ever see their name, you know garbage is coming down the pipeline. They're notorious for making tons and tons of really shitty sci-fi channel movies. Uh, started in the Ooh. 80s, just making low-rent garbage. And yeah, so they just shot the thing super fast. And uh, that's why it doesn't really have any style, because I guarantee you they probably did rehearsal one day and then shot the next day, then edit the next day. You know, deserve to boom, 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 yeah, boom. Yeah, it feels, it feels sort of like... Um... What was that show like? Short Circuit, but like way less funny, way less good actors. Oh, and small even wonder. Lower pro- even lower production value. Oh, I mean, small wonder. That's what I meant. Sorry, yeah. the small wonder. And the only reason the show ever ended was because Nickelodeon opened the studios in Florida, and they didn't see why they should keep shooting in Arizona, which is not the biggest reason why you should cancel this show. No, it's really not, but. I do think it's interesting that it says the set is still up on a dude ranch turned resort outside Tucson, Arizona. It still exists. Yeah, I saw a YouTube video where the guy goes there. It's been completely trashed. Someone's just using it for like storage. So it's it's not Aww, even a shooting studio. Sad. Yeah. It says each episode took approximately three days to film. That's a pretty quick turnaround for a TV show. Yeah. Yikes. So I think that's all I want to say about Hey Dude. It just doesn't work for me. I can't believe we watched it so much growing up. But it was it was a group of shows. It was always this, Salute Your Shorts, and then it moved over to what, Ren and Stimpy, then uh, I want to say Doug or Rugrats, and that was kind of like your Sunday mornings. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I can't, I can't remember that many details except for, I mean, I do remember watching this a lot. And I do remember watching Doug a fair amount, but I don't really remember watching Rugrats that much, so I'm not 100% sure on that detail. Yeah, the same fate would fall to Salute Your Shorts when uh, Nickelodeon moved their studios to Florida. Um, God, it's so much better. I watch this, and there's style, there's comedy that is like actually thought out, and it's, it doesn't look like it's shot as fast as possible. They had a very limited budget. I believe it was $150,000 an episode. But I think they really took their time, and it's a more controlled environment with, like, six kids and one adult. And, yes, you do have, like, extras in certain scenes, like they're playing soccer and stuff like that. But I think that they were able to make something legit out of this. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, they actually, I mean, there was definitely a lot more skill. Uh, It's still kind of, like, hokey and stuff, but... uh, Definitely, you can see that there was a lot more put into it. Yeah, and better talent. They actually picked kids who were kids who had skills where it seems like a lot of the people who uh, were in Hey Dude were like, who's cheap? Who can we get? <laughs> they just lucked out with Christine Taylor and the other guy. Mm-hmm. 
it says here okay so i'm looking at the cast i watched the reunion uh that they had up here in oregon uh up in portland uh, a few years ago and I like in real life yeah they all came to some comic-con and i didn't recognize a few of them and i'm trying to see which one uh sponge looks the most different by a long shot I was yeah oh sure he was he seemed like he was a lot younger than the rest of the kids i don't know if that was true but that's what it looked like yeah um Steve well Slapkin. i always thought it was interesting the guy who played um um sorry ronnie pinsky uh blake soper he went on to do music as an adult uh i believe that he was in rilo killy or rilo kylie i don't know how you pronounce it <laughs> rilo kylie with jenny lewis uh and also i think his oh he has a, a band uh, on his own too but you, do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah totally the, the, I think oh, okay, I did good. not get to see any of these episodes from season two. I could only find episodes on YouTube because I could not get the. We could not, listeners. We tried so fucking hard to get the Paramount Plus app to work through Amazon, um, and we just ran out of time, and I gave up. So I just watched some VHS badly. Yeah, I mean, I what well, we tried at least six different things oh, to God, to yeah. give you access to my account. I don't know what more to do, but I will tell you, it is a bit a bit disappointing that there is only ten episodes. C- total of salute your shorts on there and you know we were trying to figure out like what the heck happened to the show why is there so few episodes but it seems as though like what is on there was like like what they could find some random person had taped on VHS and then they transferred it over or something. Oh my gosh. Like they just let, they just lost their own show. And <sighs> that's the best they could do or something. That's I don't terrible. know. What it's was very the quality? Strange. What was the quality that you saw? I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Okay. It says Nickelodeon most likely destroyed the heart. Oh, oh why would they copy of the pilot says it's not worth watching. This is mostly because of fans of the series ever saw it they would see he and budnick differently as the roles are reversed and they had yet to reach puberty so two of the characters actually in the pilot had were uh cast differently oh that's strange Woo! uh that was just regarding the the original pilot i guess sir there's a an enormous amount of trivia on imdb about this show it's like i can't even read it all it's making my head hurt like just seeing how much stuff there is like just hundreds of things. So, um yeah, I don't I don't know. Um I thought a very interesting thing was uh one of the episodes I did watch was the episode when uh Ugg's girlfriend comes. Did you see that one? Um no, I saw it in a clip that they were talking about. I, there was only like five or six episodes I could find from season 1, but I watched the one where there's the 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 nightmares about the evil plumber. Or like evil. Oh, I didn't or see that one. Yeah, that one's good. That one's like a horror movie one. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. They, they uh, Budnick tells a story about this evil plumber, or I can't remember, evil janitor that we used to work at the camp and disappeared one day, and they all have their own versions of what they think he looks like and their nightmare. It's pretty good. Did I? I'm trying to. I'm trying to look and see which ones I did watch because, like I said, I think there was about four or five from. 
Is there only two seasons? Yeah, that's the saddest part. Yeah. It's, I think that's another thing. Yeah. Why it, well, it's sad, but at the same time, there's more quality control because they only shot 13 episodes at a time instead of that big chunk the way Hey Dude was, so they weren't under, yeah. under that pressure. I would rather have 26 great episodes than whatever the fuck it is I got with Hey Dude. Yeah, so... Um, the episode I just watched was really strange. It was, let's see... Um, it must be from season two where his they introduced his girlfriend in season one where she was like the mail carrier or something and then she came back in season two uh, which is the episode I just just watched where she now is like works for the park just parks department and she comes to do an inspection of the um, of the camp and the the boys are convinced that they're going to uh, try to like not fix anything that needs to be fixed so that it the, so that she shuts down the camp and then they have to get sent away but for some reason in their stupid plan they think instead of just getting sent home that they're going to get sent to any somewhere that's nearby and every other place that's nearby is like resorts and like fancy places and they think they're going to meet honeys and stuff <laughs> it's so dumb it's so dumb and i'm like why wouldn't you just go home like this is moronic and then but the girls are trying to, to keep that keep um that from happening so the boys and girls are like fighting each other to try to keep the camp open because uh and the here so the person who played his girlfriend i uh realized yesterday when i watched it christine cavanaugh and this yesterday was the day I learned that the person who does the voice of Chucky in Rugrats and the person who does Dexter in Dexter's Laboratory is the same person, and it's her. I think she passed My away a couple years ago, which is exploded rough. a little bit. Yeah. What'd you say? I feel like she passed away. She did. She passed away in 2014. She did, 2014. I, like, really sad about that, but I was just like... I. That's how I never knew. I mean, I knew her voice was very recognizable, but I, oh, and Aura Monsters. She does one of the, the main monsters. But it's like, um, I just didn't realize until yesterday that Dexter and Chucky were the same person. And that kind of like blew my mind a little bit. Anyway, I want, why is it that like so many like uh, women do all these great voices? Is it just because they're capable of having higher pitched voices? Yeah, I think it, they, can, they can pull off kids better. Yeah, it, it's freaking, it's freaking impressive. That's all I have to say. So, I mean, there was definitely some things that were a little, a little inappropriate. Like, I feel like there was a part where they were doing like a Native American chants and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that was a little bit like, Meh. but uh, overall, like. I don't know. I just think those shows, you're right, a lot more fun. They they actually have personalities, and uh, it's not just, you know, a really lame gimmick. This says the series was canceled because the cast didn't want to relocate to Orlando, as many were just graduating school and had established had an established home in L.A. The creator and Nickelodeon could not agree on the show's future or budget, so they just stopped. Yeah, well, I think also, um, if I remember correctly, Blake Soper, um, you know, was at the time still doing music, so he was more interested in being in that scene over there in Los Angeles instead of Florida, but didn't he move over to mm -hmm. Boy Meets World for a long time? He was like the bully. 
Um, I'm fairly confident that he was on Boy Meets World for a long time, yeah. So I don't really think that, I mean, he might have been dabbling in the music, but I don't think he really started until, like, I mean, later, mid to late 90s. But I'm not sure exactly when it started. Oh, yeah, he definitely... He gave up acting in late nine, 1990s because he was usually typecasted as a high school student. He was in his early to mid-20s when he was on Boy Meets World. Wow. The, 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 yeah. Here's the irony is that from what I was seeing in the documentary on YouTube is that um, Eric MacArthur, who was the original star of the show, who I actually prefer, um, I think I think Blake Soper's Ronnie is a little more antagonistic. He's a little too close to being like um, Danny Cooksey's character. But um, Eric McCarthy yeah. was let go after season one because he skyrocketed because puberty really kicked into high gear between the two seasons. And so he no longer looked like he was a teenager, even though he was a teenager. Well, whereas Blake Soper, who was probably like 20, was <laughs> still playing. All right, that's weird. Switcheroo. Here's, you want to hear something weird? Okay, I so like I said, there was only like 10 episodes on paramount plus but i never ever saw in a single episode with this kid really so maybe all all the episodes that they have are only from season two okay i well, don't even i didn't even i didn't even know who you were talking about yeah he's that okay so you were when, okay, when i had mentioned to you earlier this week i thought that was the kid really? that was in matinee he just happens to look like him. Ah, it's not. and that's why you were probably confused um, yeah, so there are some episodes Ooh. up on YouTube where you can see. I, I think he's better, but his puberty okay. took him out of the show. Uh, Danny Cooksey, I guess because his character's more of a punk, he was allowed to look older. I think that's what, so he yeah. could be more intimidating. He was the only one that was established from anything before this show because we had seen him um, on different strokes for a couple seasons. And I think he had just come off of T2 when the first season of this started where he's in like a small part. Yeah, this is so strange. Like, I'm now looking, and I never saw any of those episodes. I'm trying to even figure out what I have seen. I think I only saw, like, six, seven, eight, like, the last, not even until season uh, two, episode six, I think is what's on Paramount+. Plus. So I didn't even see most of the, I, I mean, why is the first episode I saw halfway through season two and no wonder it felt like disjointed yeah that has to seem weird huh. to you can, can you answer well then i'll question? have to go and see what i can find on youtube to fill in the gaps then can you answer me a question i feel really stupid I I'm, can, look, I'm looking at this I can question try. i'm looking at this cast right now and i could not fucking tell you who kent flankman is he's in 25 episodes kent, who the hell's kent flankman maybe he's a voice you know how there's like the ones with like oh. campers, blah blah blah. Maybe okay. it's just a voice. Maybe, um, but it says he was born Flankman. in 1978, though, and that he would be a teenager when the show started. I cannot tell you who that is. Then he's just an extra. Weird. I don't know. Um, Dina, the only thing I ever seen her outside of this was she did a bunch of those makeup commercials. Do you remember like the skincare? hair kind of stuff her face her her face just definitely looks familiar yeah. like i i think i must remember her from something but i'm not sure what but that makes sense i feel like, like she was on the cover of some of those magazines that you i can't remember the name of the teen vogue or something like that i remember we were just talking about it the mm-hmm. other day not you and i but someone else mm-hmm. um maybe i remember her from the one episode of saved by the bell she was on <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah, uh, she does look kind of familiar, but 
It's ironic that Sponge was the youngest of the group, and yet when I saw him at that reunion, he definitely looked the oldest of the group. Like, does that mean that he looked real bad? Yeah, he didn't look good. Aww. Yeah, it's a little rough. So, this photo. Did you? Yeah. Did you? It, it. Did you find out anything interesting? Like, did they reveal or anything interesting? No, it or was like something that at this reunion that you went to. It was a really. Oh, I didn't go to it. I watched it on YouTube. I didn't actually go to. I didn't find oh, out. I didn't that's, know. That's I didn't, why I asked you. That's oh. why I said in real life. Oh no! See, the problem is, is uh, I I didn't know about it until after it was over with, and so I missed it. And it's the only time they've ever had the reunion. Oh. Um, so you watch it, but it's so poorly shot that it, it's really, really hard to watch. We get to see everybody, and then there's a panel that's one of the worst shot panels I've ever seen. So if you have the patience, mm. sit through it. But mostly, it's uh, Michael Bauer who plays Donkey Lips, really controlling the whole thing, and it's really oh, focused on him. That was, doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, he's the least interesting. The dude's a flat earther. Come on. <laughs> I also I thought it was uh, one of the episodes I saw. I thought it was interesting to see um, Patrick uh, Renna, who is you know like Hamilton Ham on um, Sandlot, which I just watched last night. I decided yeah. that was my patriotic Fourth of July. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but he like shows up real briefly in like an episode, and I was like, oh wow, look at that. The, uh, the only other one that's still that's... acting is Venus DeMilo, who changed her name, I believe, because uh, that's a really weird name, but it's definitely memorable. But uh, her IMDb is still loaded to the gills with stuff. It, yeah, most of the kids oh, yeah. just stopped I, acting. She was on, like, Family Matters and Sister, Sister and stuff. I, I remember her, yeah, kind of. Yeah, she uh, she was on the Veronica but Mars revival. Th- wow. Poor thing, why she sings so bad in that theme song I love heavens. okay hold on first off I love the theme song I also hate that fucking theme song because it got stuck in I my know. head for two days straight it's easy to do yeah it's uh I have even have that Camp Ottawana shirt I wore the other day <laughs> oh yeah 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 That that's cool I like that but yeah um, that's cool I'm glad that she's still acting she does have a lot of credits yeah it's uh it, what I love about it is that it's realistic they, they forget some of the words. They don't have very good singing voices. There's something natural re- about camp. I've been to camp, and it fucking blows, and nobody's really happy to be there. But yeah, you've been to camp, too. So I, it's never like it is in the movies where they're having, like, hey, let's have a war with the, you know, the fellow camp. And you're like, no, it's just boring and weird, and you're up to shenanigans. Also, that's the dumbest concept of that I've ever heard of. I don't believe that exists. There aren't, there isn't another camp on the other side of the lake, y'all. That, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, but there's not enough people yeah. in the world to keep two camps open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's always like, oh, that's the rich people camp, and this is the poor weirdo camp. It's right? always like that. Yeah. No, that's just dumbass shit. No, that doesn't happen. I mean, I'm not saying that I hated my camp experience. But also, I hated my camping. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, mean, um, I think I'm just not into, like, sleeping in cabins and having to deal with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, mine was, uh, hey, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Everybody needs to get up and do uh, jumping jacks and push-ups. And we're like, what? And then the rest of it was, like, religious stuff. So, fun. Oh, well, yeah. And we had yeah. a surly cook. Who every time we wanted to watch the Batman TV show from the 60s, because this is right when uh, Batman Returns came out, so they started airing it like crazy. Ooh, cool. And yep. uh, the, the surly cook would always come and go, give me that controller, I'm watching the news. We're like, all right, buddy. That does not sound real. That sounds like it was from a movie. Yeah, it, it wasn't, but it was. <laughs> the movie of my life. <laughs> Please don't make a sequel. <laughs> um 
Finally, I want to mention my favorite character, and I think the best actor of the group. It's a little unfair to say that because he is an adult, but I think Kirk Bailey as Ugg is just phenomenal. I love watching him work. He has, like, a rubber face. It's really fun. Yeah, and he's now like, a he voice actor. he definitely is over the top, but he's a lot of, like, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, he does a lot of voice work now. When you say over the top, I don't want to say he's a Jim Carrey kind of guy, but he has um... kind of a Pratt Folly rubber, like you said, he's a cartoon character, but he's not obnoxious. No, he's very lovable. Just look at him now with short hair and it's weird. I'm not. I'm not prepared for that. Without, without without the hat, I actually thought he was gonna be bald when he took the hat off. I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, that's that kind of. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, but also kind of confuses me that he's like ten years older than, like, say, Blake Soper or whatever. Like, I guess that would make sense. Like, a lot of times the camp counselors are like, like you know, just out of high school or college, early college yeah. or something. So I guess it would make sense, but. Something in that makes the math seem strange to my brain. There's, there's um, a big thing they leave out of this, which they always touch on in other camp things, is because they didn't have the budgetary uh, ability to show you the whole camp or other people really in the camp. They had extras, but they didn't really bounce around a lot to other places. So they kept it centered on these two um, cabins and the one person in control of it all. Which is odd because Ugg probably shouldn't be in charge of the girls' cabin as well as the boys' cabin. You think you'd be in charge of two no. boys' cabins. You, that, that's the weirdest thing is that they never really introduce a female counterpart for him in that position. There is a female... What, that's true. Uh, later, he has like, he, it's like his girlfriend. But you think that they would have introduced that in season two or something as like a love interest antagonist. Yeah, um, it is kind of interesting because all you hear is the like... I assume it's, like, the camp director whose voice is over, like, the loudspeaker from time to time. And um, it's, I mean, it's sort of my same complaint about Hey Dude, where it's just, like, uh, I mean, a bunch of random kids running around. Like, they're not running the show. They are campers who are just at camp, I guess. But, like, yeah, where is all the other, where are the other campers? Where are the other staff members? Where's... Like, Ugg cannot be, you know, doing activities, be camp counselor, be the cook. He can't do all those things. Where are the other people? Yeah, well, a lot of the things they don't show is they don't, I don't remember them ever showing, like, the commissary where everybody eats. They don't ever show them, like, over by the water or really doing a whole lot of activities. Everything that they seem to be involved in the episodes I saw have nothing really to do with camp. It's like the anti-camp camp show. Like one where they're trying to win a radio contest to get tickets to a concert. Or the one where they find huh. treasure map behind someone's photo. You know, and then the one with the nightmare hmm. plumber, uh, janitor guy, whatever. And uh, it seemed like all the plots were not actually about camp itself, except for the pilot. My voice just cracked. Yeah, pilot, um, I'm talking like Christopher Walken. I, <laughs> I, I think that I definitely, I don't know that you and I saw any of the same episodes, so that does kind of change it a little bit. Um, the stuff I saw was a little bit more campy. Uh, they definitely did have multiple scenes of them, like, eat all eating together. Uh, of course, it's really just, like, one big, long, like, table where they're all together. There's, the, like I said, the last episode I watched was where they were, his girlfriend was coming to do a, um, you know, check, check the camp uh, to make sure they were 
up to code or whatever. And there was like a long list of chores and things they needed to do. So they were running all over camp and they were by the water and on the dock and doing different things to clean up. Uh, so I think that I saw a, a few episodes that were a little bit more camp like this. Yeah, more focused, like a real I mean, camp, there's yeah. a whole episode I watched with, um, uh, what's the redhead's name? Danny Cooksey? Yeah, him. His, his character was, in, now his character is in love with Dina, and, uh, there's like that whole, him trying to woo her, and there was an incredibly awkward part where he like writes her a song and it's basically a rap and it's like just <laughs> oh god you know when you just get so like you get so uncomfortable for the character on the tv show you like almost like have to turn it off maybe that's just me that was like so embarrassing so uh please tell me that guy never sang professionally yes but, he did um he don't you remember he used to be a country singer when he was around <sighs> When he was on no. Different Strokes, it was a big deal because he was Dixie Carter's son, and they had seen him on like uh, one of those contest shows. Probably like, well, what's the one with Ed McMahon? Um, Star Search? Star Search. Something? I think he was on Star Search, and he was a country singer, and then he got on this show, and because of this, he got signed to an album deal. They have a video. Oh it's fucking ridiculous. His band was called Bad for Good. And they had one album, one video, it flopped hard, and then Ooh. he started another band with Blake Soper, and someone else, I can't remember, that was well known, and uh, and it just didn't happen, and then he kind of just went on his own way. He, 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 I guess, is part of a big super group of teenage kids or something that former child actors what? were in. Yes, but yes, he had an album, the video was on MTV, or on, it was an MTV video, I saw it when it came out, and uh, uh, it's on YouTube, so... Go this torture hurts yourself. me to know that. So, um, so let's just say he definitely shouldn't be a rapper, and no. leave it at that. Yes. All right. So, is there anything else you want to say before we go? I don't know. I'm just disturbed by this, and must go look it up. Yeah. Bad for Good, which released one album on August 18, 1992. Album was written with and produced by Stephen Vai. Is that how you say Stephen Steve Vai? Steve Vai. Uh... I mean. I, Steve I, guitarist for Frank Zappa. I mean, I know who he is. I just never actually said his name out loud before. Yeah. Moved with his mother from Oklahoma to Los Angeles in 1980 to pursue a career singing country music. Oh, my God. Okay. I could, I'm could. i just going to spiral. So I, I had to take your – I mean, I should have just taken your word for it. But now I know. Okay. So he was just rapping poorly just – for the sake of the show. Yep. Okay. I'm going to find a video of that rap and send it to you later to understand how embarrassed it made me feel for a random dude on TV. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to say that bad, being said, bad four with the number four to be really hip during oh, that time. <laughs> hell, hell yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, that's it. I'm done. Okay, everybody. That yeah. is it. Check us out on Facebook under Hit Rewind Podcast. I don't know what we'll do next, but it, uh, hopefully it's something to celebrate the anniversary of 1991 or a camp summer thing. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss it off stage, everybody. That means we have no clue. No, but we have we'll no clue. We need to discuss Bye. it all. Bye. <laughs>